different. Hi there. This is Jim the Keys bartender. Sorry for going all screwy on the sound. I figure, um, well, it wouldn't be the show if I didn't screw up the sound every so often. Let me bring it back to the beginning, and I'm not going to play. Okay. We are back. This is Jim the Keys bartender. We're the Keys bartender show. I'm here with Papa Joe. Papa Joe's right here. Yep. And um, we had to, uh, I had to drain the main vein, and we had to reload uh, our snacks. We have prosciutto and mozzarella and and crackers and crackers and yeah. salami sure pepper and crescent we're long. doing good yeah i know it's rude to talk and eat at the same time but it's just like a bar and we were talking about character motivation and uh, plot development and i think it's perfect for a bar i'm gonna talk about movies there's a million movie shows all over the place. There's uh, podcasts. They talk about um, everything. All old stuff I talked about uh, the other day. I was talking about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. How that was a shitty story <laughs> to tell people. You know? Because the main... Who's, who's the overriding the main character other than Rudolph in that? Who's the big character in that? You know, it's been Santa. so long. Santa. It's Santa, right? Santa. But isn't this told, is it told from Santa's, it is told from Santa's perspective. Well, at least Burl Ives' version it is. But Rudolph's, it's uh, it, it's it's an all-knowing narrator. It's not, it's it's an omnipresent narrator. Okay. And uh, so, who knows everything. And fucking Santa should have stepped in right away and say, listen, just because he's a little different. Right. We're not going to do that. And they should have known if they had a guy with a bright red nose that someday they were going to fucking need it. You know, you're you're doing most of your work at night anyway, <laughs> you know, and you are in the air and you're supposed to have proper signaling. You know, they always, you know, you see a far side co- uh, cartoon and you see Santa's sleigh slammed up against a 747. Right, right. So, uh the motivation of, of the deer, the deer are dickheads because Rudolph has a little, and you don't let him be inclusive. Right. But that, it's simplistic. And I think, I think Will Rogers or whoever wrote, uh, Roy Rogers or whoever sang that song. It was, it was someone, Randolph Scott, Roy Rogers, or someone sang that song back in the 40s or 50s, okay? Okay. 40s. Um, it was just rhyme. The rhyme scheme worked. You know, say, hey, how about if I made up a song about Rudolph? And, oh, yeah. And the they didn't probably speak this way because, they, but the deer are, the premise of this, the deer are super douchey. They're asshole elitist. And when this one guy shows up with a red nose, and this is pre-atomic era because if it's before World War II, then... They didn't have the atomic weapon, so you don't have mutants yet. Right. The mutants came after the atomic era. So, you know, a bright red nose, you know, they can say, hey, 
that's uh, what do they call that? Ro- uh, roesia or something like that? When from a heavy smoke. Rose- brain- rosacea. Rosacea. Yeah. Where you have the small broken capillaries in your nose and right. stuff like that. So it could be just some random fucking old Irish guy <laughs> with a bright red nose, but it happens to be a deer. Why would a deer whose nose is black end up being red? Like, even if it had, how do you say that again? Rosacea. Rosacea. Even that. You wouldn't even notice because it's black. You wouldn't even notice the red Not on that. Not to mention the fact that they talk. Well, they fly, too. And so. they fly. Oh, it doesn't matter. But Frosty the, the Snowman. Reindeer. We can just go on and on. No, no, but the the motivation of Frosty Snowman. Oh, it not, it's not yeah, far well, off. Why the fuck would he wake up? And what, if he remembered everything, if he didn't remember anything, why would he remember to say happy birthday every time he put the fucking hat on? You remember that? No. Frosty Snowman, every time he, they created him again. You I know, had a troubled childhood. I usually, I usually had no patience for this kind of stuff as a really? kid. I had no interest. Santa Claus coming to town? Nope. Nope, I thought it was hokey from the onset of my cognizant being. I not be fucking kidding me. No, I I never liked the. When whole, you went to the mall, did you go and see I, Santa? To this oh, day, not mall, like no. Shopping center. Yes. Well, when I was little, I still remember crying because son of a bitch, you put me on this guy's lap. I don't like Santa. I don't like anything about this. I don't like Christmas caroling. I, it's odd. I didn't, I, I didn't actually want to spend time with Santa. I just wanted Santa not to be think i was a dick and oh give me them give me some of that as a kid i found it traumatic you know when i say kid i mean four and five years old you're being ushered away by your parents when they bust that on you when you were seven no santa no yeah well not far from there i almost had a sense that this whole santa thing was bullshit i mean i grew trust me not me not me my dad broke it to me when i was seven uh, or eight and had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah, it was not a shock to me. Let's put it that way. I never grew up. Listen, I my dad listened to big band music off the original 78s that he had had since the 30s and 40s. Okay? My dad is a little older. Mm-hmm. I came much later, and I was a boo-boo, a boo-boo baby. So, you know, we had music in the house. Plus, then the more contemporary stuff was the, the the latter end of Sinatra, Martin, Sammy Davis. You you were there for White Christmas, Baby's Cold Outside, all that. That rape song, right? The rape song, yeah, bullshit. But yes, it is kind of like in the, well, listen, it's it's a it's 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 a man's point of view during a time. Oh, wait, let me say, you know, I used to say similar shit. I'm like, well, no, I mean that would be like begging. Come on, please, 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 let me sleep with you tonight. Right. I mean, um, you never verbalize that. I don't think I ever verbalize that. Hey, I'd be like this. Do you want me to leave? I'll leave. No, you can stay. Come that on, was baby. The thing. It's you can cold stay. outside. No. It's still using enough in you. Look, today in a rap song, it'd be, yo, bitch, open the door. We want to fuck. You know, we're going to compl- we're gonna complain there, about Joe, baby. Joe, that cold. was not. An accurate depiction on it. Let's okay, fuck. Sure it is. No. Have you heard some rap music? Well, there's Wet Ass Pussy by, <laughs> um, what's her name, uh, uh, Cardi B. But. We're going to complain no, they about No, no, we talked about. We talk, I'm not saying. What I'm saying, they're doing that. They're doing that to be controversial. 
they're doing that to be controversial when they say that stuff. They're doing it controversial. They know that their audience likes it and certain people hate it. And to have that balance makes it more marketable. Because who the hell wants to play um, rap music that white people like? I mean, if you're, I mean, I if I was if I was a if I was a well, if I was a young black male, I'd want to listen. Rap has listeners across. Oh, I understand that, but I mean, certain it makes certain white people upset. Oh, so listen, we had that we had that discussion. We had that discussion no about doubt. That's mo- what we started uh, talking. And white, this is motivation. White people are upset about. And we're, and we're still talking Dean about Martin. We're still talking about motivation, right? Character motivation, okay? And I say that motivation is when you get people that like the lyrics uh, when you're talking about asking someone to suck your dick, and then conversely, if someone gets upset. About you asking or, you know, saying right. dropping a, a rhyme that says that and someone gets upset, it boosts you win. It's a win win right. situation. Any That's publicity is good publicity. Yeah. That well, would kind of win. follow with And that. when uh, Tipper Gore was doing it wasn't rap. It was rock. It was rock. She was really hard on. She was a little heavy on uh, uh, rap, but. I guess she realized she was a white woman and she had to shut the fuck up about that. <laughs> and then she just went after rock. She went after like Aerosmith and, and uh, what was in the 90s? Faith No More. Oh, you know. you, you, I'm, I'm sure she didn't like Red Hot Chili Peppers mm-hmm. and all that. Oh, they hated that. Yeah. yeah. And it made them put stickers on it and stuff like that. Pro- she probably laid off. Uh, she laid off uh, African-American artists because it just didn't make... Uh, good copy for them, but proper motivation. So when we're talking about developing a character, and I go, um, you you were telling me about your the background. You have to have a background story, right? Yeah, it helps to give I mean, some you dimension to the character. Even though the reader or let's say the audience viewer doesn't know the background, they can infer the background. By the behavior, right? You so but of of the person, like if they're crusty, right? If they're crusty and rough on the edges, you know they had a tough life. And there, and a, a good author is gonna is gonna put some clear giveaways to lead the reader. To you don't want to spell everything out for a reader. Obviously, that makes a, bo- a boring read. Yeah, you you you, trust you have to that, trust them. You have trust to trust that they have the right intelligence. And, and, there's an illustration, there's a video playing in your head. Everyone knows this. You read a book, mm-hmm. and you can visualize. And you have to trust that your readers will visualize. If people like to read, trust me, they get it. So, but that doesn't always work for every character. Some characters have a dynamic. And the more dynamic of the character, the, the, the reader probably would benefit from knowing specifically. So you have a, you know, you, you take a, a moment and you kind of describe the past give a little history lesson, fill the reader in on where this person's coming from or what's affecting. You can like do it. Dickens th- with Oliver Twist or um, yeah, it was just, or yeah. Great Expectations. You can do it through yeah, they go, narration. Yeah. You can do it through ger- dream sequences. There's lots of devices to use. You can do it just in dialogue. And But the, the, the key is you develop a character. It has to be consistent. Um, earlier we were talking about the 
things going on today that are so out of whack and uh, uh, that you can't even parody them because it's a parody of a parody of a there's they're so outrageous the things that go on especially with our government today the behaviors well uh, one case in point to show you if you were going to do a story on rudy giuliani and you did pre-9-11 and 9-11 with him you think wow this is the hero of the story and all this stuff and um, but then he becomes a harlequin almost. You yeah, know what that's I mean? That's a good term. Yeah. After after post that, and he starts, uh, you start hearing stories of well, like his son's not. He has his girlfriend move into the whatever some crazy story about his. He was screwing his uh, his girlfriend in the, in the in the house. He owns with his wife and with his family there or something like that. And it's he's so blatant his. Uh, his uh, what what he was doing that his children don't even talk to him anymore. Right, and then he gets further further away from the image that you had of him, and then you go you can't even go back. The you point- can't if you showed him if you only knew about Rudy Giuliani from uh, the Four Seasons, uh, uh, total landscaping thing, right, and then the the die running. And then the um, Michigan fart uh, in Michigan Senate. Right, right. You say, well, this is a comic character. He has, he's, he's. Uh, if that's all he's you just reputable and all this stuff, you, and 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 trying to you know get himself fluff himself up when he's get he's in the room with uh, with Borat's, Borat's uh, daughter. daughter. Yeah, uh, you say, oh no, he's just talking this his is, shirt. You, you would say this is a spoof. Yeah, this has to be. Well, no, I'm just saying this character is obviously has no moral compass. Right, but it would and be it, beyond your ability to conceptualize 10 years ago. Yeah. You, and you, with the combination, you say this is not, that's not the proper. If you did a flashback to what him giving the speech at the site of the towers. Correct. You, you wouldn't you could say well this I don't know who this guy is okay let's stop right there so if I let's put ourselves back just after 9/11 and there's Rudy giving a speech there's Rudy motivating the troops who have come from all over the country yeah. officers firefighters and I'm an author uh-huh. and I'm gonna write a story about a city mayor in a major metropolitan area. Let's say we're going to make him corrupt. Mm-hmm. Let's say we're going to make him uh, a, a criminal genius. Unfortunately, we're going to surround him with idiots. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be some comedy, some some light comedy, despite the fact that the story is going to be about something in dealing with corruption, maybe even on a thriller level. Okay. Lady killers. Lady killers. Because the main character is brilliant. And everyone around I mean, him is kind of a goof. A, a yeah. And he's kind of parody himself, too. But but even yeah. that stays within the realm of I'm a con artist. I've decided to go after this one woman because her house is closest to the casino's vault. And the best I can do about the people to help me, they come from one guy that I know of. That was the Vietnamese guy. Yeah. Who has a special skill, right? Yeah. And the other guys are just... You know, that's a remake, right? Alec Guinness was in the original one. No! Are you serious? Yeah, it was a British. I did not know. It was, it was a, now it I got to go see it because I love Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness was 
the um, was Tom Hanks character Tom, original, the originally, character. and um, they did the same thing. He was a chamber orchestra, and um, oh, it was a very funny movie. These are yes. Listen, it is a very funny movie. But you got to think a lot of these movies. If you come up and you see one, you got to think was this based but, on an older one? But if uh, that author or screenwriter did not really have to stretch too much, he just had to make some some comedy occur as they stumbled through this, and 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 as the circumstances change, especially with the lady, right? Yeah. Um. To, to write a story, let's use Giuliani as the character, mm-hmm. and then there'd be no way you can conceptualize making that character fast forward into what we now know Giuliani to be. It's beyond conceptualizing, mm-hmm. I think. I don't. I mean, maybe there's some geniuses out there that could put two and two there. It's a lot easier now, obviously, that we've lived through this to think, well, we can take any perceived you know rock mm-hmm. of leadership and make them out in a in a story well the, to be nuts trump trump it fits that uh trump fits that model very well yeah um john mulaney a comedian uh prior to like 2014 2013 he um he did a f- running joke he, he his running joke was like um he mentions Trump, and he goes, Trump is a parody of what a homeless person thinks a wealthy guy is, <laughs> you know, or something like that. And he goes, oh, yeah, if I my ship comes in someday, I'm going to have fine golden hair, and I'm going to have a big building, and I'm going to put my name on it, and then I'm going to put a name on all my products, and just stuff like that. It's just crazy stuff. He's talking about it, and you think, well, that is crazy, you know. I when I first heard of Trump, I heard him. I think I, I heard about him on Stern, right? And you heard him, and you hear he's always, you know, he's divorcing, marrying women, and stuff like that. And and then he has this show, The Apprentice, and go, who the fuck would you know? He's sitting there, firing people with his children, and hmm, that's kind of crazy. And he's doing stuff, and nothing, nothing of it was made any sense like the people he picked and the kind of things he had them do like i'm running a benefit that's this this golf course or something like that and it's for this charity and this and this and you look at it and go what does this guy actually do what does his children do and you know he really doesn't do much because the the resorts would go out of business then you had and then years later you start trump university how the fuck do you have a university called trump you know what's he going to teach them I mean, you heard a hard art deal. I never heard it was actually anything. Going, the art deal wasn't even that big of a seller. You know no, that? The people don't, no. Well, wasn't even no, that, it, 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 it sold pretty well. It, it sold all right, but it, it wasn't, wasn't the greatest no, uh, seller. No, of course not. But. And, and then it wasn't. It was some of his deals and what he and the way he behaved for his deals. But they were not even, if you listen to the author, Tony What's-His-Face, uh, most of what he wrote was... Trump's version of reality. Yeah. It wasn't even the truth. The fact of the matter, the man licenses his name. He doesn't build anything. 
No, no. So the vodka and the ties he and people, the clothes. He's an intermediary, and yeah. his real the vodka. Wait, did right, I say vodka? His real already? thing is he sells his name. A steaks. The and I gotta steak. give him. I'll give for him a guy credit. that eats steak. The Trump steaks. When he got into meat, I hear he got into meat. Uh I think he eats it well done. Ooh. I know. What kind of fucking maniac eats her? Uh, yeah. I mean, hey, listen, I understand vegetarians out there don't eat meat and stuff like that. I guess. That's fine. But for us that but eat But when meat. you're eating meat, why the fuck would you eat a good steak well done? It's crazy. And he probably puts ketchup on it or something. I like wouldn't that. You know it. we love uh, But I don't even think he eats steaks. He's more of a hamburger guy. And yeah. a, K- a KFC. He, let's, yeah, I, it's blah. Anyway, the. You know, if you cut him open, he would probably leak out. Boil. The high high saturated fat. He just loaded with saturated fat, and that's probably what kept them alive so far today. The preservatives in all the the Could food, be. where they they say how dangerous fast food is for you. The preservatives they put in there probably are preserving him, because you know he doesn't actually exercise. He he believes that the human body is like a battery, so. Exercising expends energy, and you only have a certain amount of energy left. Force, so yeah, well, certain amount of stuff. Whatever That's he believes, I get. Whatever he believes, it's evident. It's it's not a healthy uh, outlook or lifestyle. Okay, well, whatever. I mean, but the pro- proper motivation, the motivation. We're back to the motivation of the character, and he's been motive. His motivation has been, I think, on track since he was a kid. His motivation has not changed. No, he's quite dedicated to I think it, that motivation. I think he's been dedicated yeah. to that. I mean, other people have changed. I think psychopathic kind of way. He's I dedicated think Giuliani's to may have stayed the same, but what his perception of what he needs to do may have changed. Uh, if you pick anybody, their proper motivation, like what a character in history, right? Any character in history you could pick. Uh, or present day or hi- history, what their their motivation was. Che Guevara, uh, Napoleon, uh, Washington, Washington. Right. Probably one of the more consistent ones. I know he was a slave owner and stuff like that, but it didn't. He didn't act like he didn't become a slave owner. He was he born a slave owner. Right. Yeah. Well, and his his. Uh, I don't know where I got into this one. I'm really digging in deep on that one. But I'm just saying that okay. consistent, consistent with a message. Hamilton. Very consistent. Consistent, and he had a clear vision and why. I mean, he, he did a lot of stuff where he dallied with the women, but that was consistent, too. Perhaps even the men. Yeah, well, we, either way. Either, either but, way, it was consistent. It was consistent the whole time. He had a vision for the, the purpose of our government. And even going way back when he was the adjutant to, to, to Washington during yeah. the war, uh, he he knew what he wanted to see in the role of an independent America separate from Britain. Mm-hmm. And then it comes out and, he, and, it, and it gets much more refined. And then you read the Federalist Papers and boom, there it is in, in, in black and white. Consistent throughout. With a vision, and his motivation wasn't for self-gain. His motivation wasn't for popularity, although, like many of those men at the time, they had massive egos. 
and they didn't like losing. But there's this overriding motivation. They had a, a, a vision of what they were up to. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, part of, the, part of that, including Washington. Washington had a very healthy ego. He oh, he wore he, he wore he wore his uniform to the Continental Congress, right? When um, in a direct play, I mean, to become the commander in chief of correct. of the uh, Continental Army, um, and you know they portray him as like if this thrust upon me, but it's a uniform. He wore a uniform when there wasn't an army, right? He's, and what the uniform? How many years he made his, the- he made a uniform. Oh no! He created that uniform. He, cre- he made was, his own uniform. It wasn't a it wasn't a British uniform. He just said made a military. He, Washington's uniform was much like the ones you'd find in the the Sasha Baron Cohen movie, uh, uh, or or something like Gaddafi. Right. He just make one. But th- th- to his credit, he had been called Colonel. Yeah. He had been given a military moniker since the. Uh, Indian Wars, yeah, uh, and he was seen it as that. It overrode, you know, George Washington, Mount Vernon. It, it, it was Colonel Washington, mm-hmm. and and he had a leadership role, and and people adored him, and and looked up to him. That's and that preceded. And that's funny that they so were when, going like this. They offered him the. the he was probably going to get it. Anyway, no, but, but they not the, offered. They he offered had the that presence he, of mind to to sort of put himself over to become a monarch over here, and they said, "No, it's kind of defeating our purpose that correct. we're doing these things here." But that's pretty much like what a hereditary. It's almost like a hereditary title when you're given when it's given to you, and yet he spoke quite a lot about avoiding those types of titles and. Yeah, he was giving a general of the armies and right. all that stuff. So he was giving, I mean, out of out all of our leaders, George Washington is the closest to become as as they we, wanted as to call him. In. They wanted to call him uh, Excellency. Yeah. Well, and they, listen, and, and I he, think and they do that for a, ambassadors. I still they do, do but he plays him. a direct role in, in avoiding all that. Yeah. I mean, it was really George Washington to this day is responsible for most of the protocols in that White House, for most of what's expected behaviorally. Yeah. And that's what makes the last four years very upsetting <sighs> because we have a proud history of of why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. And to see some of that shit on and have that shit rubbed into it hurts. Well, and it, it brings us back to the, the, the character motivations. When, when, when you run into anybody... We were talking about character in a, in, a, in a book or in a movie right. when you're watching a movie. But when you meet you, you as a police officer, uh, a state trooper, uh, or me as a bartender, when someone comes in and they're doing something, I, I try to think, what's, what's, I always go to what everyone thinks that. What's their motivation? Mm-hmm. What's your motivation to do that? You know, a lot of them just want some, com- when they come in, they just want some camaraderie. They want to do this. They want to push something. There's some business people that come in and always pushing this thing. And they're always looking at the game. There's one guy that always comes in, and he's always working an angle when he comes in. Always working an angle. And uh, I was just wondering. He, he disagrees 
obviously there's a lot of people, most people down here disagree with our, our politics in the upper keys. Right. Um, and every, every time he, he's doing something, he's just ready to, if he can use you for something, he'll use you for something. He'll, it would be one thing or the other. If it's for business, it's for business. Is to get a foothold into being like, I'm friends with uh, Jimmy. I know Jimmy. Blah, 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 blah. There's, a, there's, there's people out there that they're, they have improperly deep motivations, meaning they're facile. They're right on the surface. It's to gain something or, or, or something. If you can't, if you can't, if you can't make money knowing them. Right, so I for, don't want any, I don't want any parts of personal gain. They're lo- they're out for themselves all the time. Yeah, and there's other people that are looking to increase their social standing, and in order to social standing, you got to be friends with certain people. They have to have good opinions of you, because would, otherwise you can shit you can shit oh, yeah. on that. You can shit on them and say, "Oh yeah, this guy has the ear of some other people." If I'm an asshole to him, I think some people have been nice to me because they think, "Well, hey, listen, if you're an asshole." You're an asshole without me saying you're an asshole. And believe it or not, most people know it already. Oh, yeah. I don't need to tell you them. You wouldn't be the first person to give It'd them It'd be like pointing out like that. And it says, and the same thing goes for you know, other things in politics and stuff like that. The assholes and asshole. And you, you gotta, if you've got to manufacture something about them. And they, I remember people saying, every so often I hear something about my ex-wife. While I was married, and I go, well, that doesn't sound anything like her. Right. What they said. And I'm like, holy shit. And I go, huh. Either this person is that bad, they'll manufacture this, or I don't really know them and know my wife. And it turned out I believed her. I did in the end. I believed her. Okay. It's a lot of tough things. I I, I believed her, and it, it was nothing she did to me. It was they were just saying stuff, and I go, "Wow, yeah, you really." I think you're reading this the wrong way, and some people just have deep feelings and stuff like that. It's amazing. It's yeah. amazing when you run into that. But again, like you said, it, what are the, what's their motivation? What are they up to? Why are they doing this? You got to be careful as people that have some uh, substance abuse issues and stuff like that, because they'll work something they think they're they think they're consistent, but they've never been consistent. And people that have been around them long enough will question their intent. Yeah. Their intent a lot of times. Of course, like but then that. there was a guy. There was a guy, and I'm not going to say who it is. But the people that know that live in Key Largo and know of the Caribbean, uh, Caribbean Club, there was a person that went there several weeks ago after having been tested but not getting the results for COVID-19. Okay. And they were tested because they were feeling that they might have it. Ooh. And they still went out. Oy. And they... Did not practice safe distance and this and that. And several people may or may not have gotten infected. May. So several people did get infected. Now, I don't know if it's from this person or not. But this person may, and it turns out, may have known he was positive. Wasn't going to keep him from having fun, no. huh? Wasn't going to keep him having fun. Yeah. Fucking, I'm not going to stay in for two weeks. 
I'm like, what the fuck? There, I, I, yeah. I came in. Uh, there was a, a teacher down here who ordered takeout, and no one wanted to bring out their food to him, hmm. even though he was wearing a mask. And I go like this. I go, listen, we're wearing a mask. He's wearing a mask. I believe we're safe. So, and I'm not going to go over and give him a hug or anything like that. But he's our friend, and he's doing the right thing. He told everyone that he was positive. He told him he was going to be outside to get the food because he's living by himself. There's no delivery. You want to get food from the, the catch? I went and delivered to, delivered to him. I told him, but because, and people said, why would you do that if you know? He said, well, first of all, they said, he said, and I trust him, that he's no longer contagious because he's been diligent about it. He kept himself out. He didn't go to his family. He didn't go into the store. He got things delivered that could be delivered. And then first time, he says the only reason he came out now because he was told he's not. But even it, he, he behaved as if he did, meaning he still used a precaution. Right. That's what we so, expect. Yeah. Did You still use a precaution. And I went, so people say, why would you go out and do it? And I said, there are people in here right now. That are positive. And they go, what do you mean? I said, it's 50 people. We are running almost 10% infection rate. There is one or two people here that are positive. I'll tell you that. Yeah, statistically, but there's nothing that says that even if a guy's positive at home and you deliver to him, you, you put it outside the fence, you wave, hey, George, how you doing? Or oh, hey, no. Tom, how you doing? And leave. It's not like you can't deliver to someone. Oh no! I mean, but the whole, in other words, he drove up and and parked in the parking lot, and we walked it out. So it's no different. That's than, fine. You could have even yeah, put it on like his this. trunk and said, "Hey, uh, it's on your trunk." I, yeah, I know. But I lots went, of ways to skin that cat. No, I just wanted to tell him. And it's like, hey, this is a friend of ours, and uh, I, and I've seen it. I've seen people. I've, I've met people that I know. Now it's up to twelve people that were positive. Okay. Yeah. That I've, uh, luckily I'm not, well, since March of this past year, I am not a huggy, kissy person. No, I am. It, it's not anymore. No, At least not March. for a long time. No, no, Everyone's going to have to get vaccinated before I do that. Yeah. And that's, uh, but that's my motivation. And uh, I go like this. If we're, if I'm willing to work at this place, then I am putting myself in my, and Abby is doing uh, pedicures. Sky's going to school. We're we're hitting the, well, the school is probably the, supposed to be the safer one. Yeah, well, Abby's doing the bar pedicures. Is You're the in worst. a bar. The you know? bar's the worst. They actually have a they have a, actually have a plexiglass and they put their. Oh, they put their feet under it. Yeah. Yeah, but still, you're still in a building. You're still indoors. Oh, you're right. You're right. You know, you're still, you're still, you're yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm supposedly in the tiered ones. It's me. Oh, yeah. We all know bars is horrible. Yeah. You know? um, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? How many? You, do, you take as many precautions as possible. That's yeah. all. That's all you're expected in Canada. Got to raise money. And I didn't mention, so we get proper motivation. <laughs> the surgery. The surgery. I'm on my third doctor. Oi, oi, oi. Yep, yep, yep. Because last week after our show, I was supposed to get a call on Thursday from the second doctor's office. And they didn't call. And it was 3 o'clock. And instead of waiting until 5, I started calling. 
I still didn't hear back from him. I didn't hear back from him on Friday. I called my former doctor's surgical coordinator, and I didn't hear back from them. I just said, please, you're in the same office. Could you just contact them, use whatever number? So I go into work, and two friends of mine come in that uh, that are regulars. They come in, and they're medical professionals in Miami. And uh, friend Kayla says, listen, I'll get you in contact with a doctor. And she texts the doctor, and this guy's ear, nose, and throat. It turns out he's in the same practice, ENT associates. And um, he checks out my charts and all that stuff. And he says, I can get you. I don't know if he's already starting a happy hour because he says, I can get him on December 26th. Wow. And instead of, now I don't know what the other one was still doing because I still haven't heard from them yet. Right. They're already two days late from calling me back and they still haven't called me. It is, they don't know I'm going to someone else. Maybe they do now because the person's in the same position. They say, oh, well, that's, he's your problem now. Like, but I realized a lot of, they say 5 million people are still waiting for surgery and stuff. Like, but right. this is cancer, so I figure you can get it taken care of. And uh, they say, call him on Monday, and he'll see you on Tuesday. Well, I call him Monday. The receptionist says, I can't do it on Tuesday. The earliest we can get is Friday. So, okay, tomorrow. So now I got that. And I'm still, you know, hopefully I can get on the 26th, get it done. But at that point, I don't know what to do. Do I just wait? And if anything happens, if they they told me originally that it's most likely benign. If you don't do anything, it could become something worse. That was seven months ago. Right. And they're still dicking around. And each person, it seems like they go from hospital to surgical center back to hospital. And there's always an excuse, another one. But, yes, COVID-19 is out there crazy. But it wasn't two months ago. It wasn't three months ago. Right. Well, three months ago was September. Yeah, it was right. September was... But nope, couldn't get it, couldn't get it, couldn't get it, could again. And now we're back into the thick of, again. You're back it's with going, another it, doctor and supposedly and tomorrow. And everything is exploding. Throughout the, it's, yeah, no, I mean, I just saw in Nevada, they converted a parking garage next to the hospital, the first floor, into an ICU uh, spaces for. And, and uh, the president tweeted, oh, it's fake. So they did a special thing. He said it's fake. It's not real. But what they're doing, it's fake what they're showing that right, they converted right, right. it. Because if you're sh- converting a parking garage into rooms for an ICU, that means you're running out of space because they can't convert any right. other space. It's like the Wizard of Oz, you know. Don't believe the man behind the curtain. I had, I had yeah. people last, I had a guy last night, and very intelligent guy. He says, well, I was extrapolating numbers for in, the amount of deaths that were last year, all deaths in the United States, and this and that, and their excess deaths don't add up. And I go, well, how do you know that due to the restrictions, there are less excess accidental deaths? You know what I mean? Yeah. There there was was less homicides. There's less less traffic. Accidents. There's less 
industrial accidents because the industry's been shut down, the businesses are closed. I mean, look, here's the, and this is our problem. And then there was a guy saying this, and I said, Rational I, thought. I, I try to explain to him, I say, listen, is the whole world in on this thing yeah. to make one person look bad? Mass conspiracy of Mass Democrats, conspiracy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, look, QAnon, you know, boils this down into this goo that could be spoon-fed into the minds of those, you know, lesser challenged. Unfortunately, or fortunately... Those who have the ability at critical thought of thinking understand that, uh, of course, other deaths would be down because most other activity, human activity, is down. Here's, here's one. Oh, you've not heard any flu deaths since this. What, the flu disappear? Well, no. What's, what's obviously happening, there are flu deaths. The deaths attributed to flu are down because when you get the flu in a weakened state, you usually end up getting COVID. And that happens a lot. But let's say it doesn't at all. But they're saying because they're cautionary because COVID-19 is much more virulent and correct. uh, But they're saying that easily spread. The QAnon types are saying. Obviously, no one's talking about flu deaths. It's all about COVID. Therefore, it's all flu. Ergo, this whole thing's a conspiracy. That's kind of how the craziness works, okay? Mm-hmm. And a, a rational response is, even if you want to go with this, is, okay, then you should be damn concerned that the flu has turned this deadly because 285,000 deaths in less than a year is more than 66,000 on an average flu mm-hmm. year. If you agree that there's a COVID, I'll meet you halfway Subtract the 66 from the 285, and that's still nearly a quarter million Americans that have died from COVID. You should worry. But the point is the motivation. Mm -hmm. The motivation is I, you know, on a simple level, you don't talk bad about my my team. I'm part of this team now. This is my team. I associate myself with this, and I've got a lot of skin in the game. And I've got all my hopes and dreams on it, man. Everything about me is, is attached to that hook on the wall that's known as Trumpism. So when you come and say, yeah, but that's not necessarily true. Oh, my God, you've challenged the core of their being. How did we get here? Well, we'll be discussing that question for the rest of a generation, won't we? Kind of like we did when I grew up. How did the Germans follow him? That's still a question that we ask ourselves today. You know, behaviorists, um, industrial psychologists, right down to psychiatrists, have been answering those questions. Why? Why? And and now we can add Trumpism and the why. And we're going to be doing this for a long time. They're saying this is happening. It's funny that uh, populism, this dark populism, is uh, is on the rise in a lot of countries in, in Poland, in, Turkey, yeah, just Hungary, 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 yeah. Hungary, uh, Germany, saying Germany. I, well, yeah, Germany uh, that's on the rise in in uh, uh, in their police and military forces that they they're having to uh, they're starting to see a rise on it. And you go, that's really interesting how that uh, in this day and age being able to see what the end result is 
that there's people that are still willing to follow that. But we only see what we're familiar with that we can recognize. Yeah, yeah. The problem is when it goes so far into the excess, like we've witnessing and lived today until January 20th, when it's so far out of the norm, like we said earlier, you, you, you really wouldn't know as an author to write this because you would think no one could believe it. But there's a rhythm to that through history. I, you know, there, there, it happens. Yeah, yeah. But it always will catch us by surprise because we generally only see, we look back, and we only recognize the things that we're familiar with. And it, we get caught by surprise. And that's to the advantage of the individuals who are crazy, it's also their Achilles heel. I, w- I wonder, um, you know, you heard Father uh, Father Coughlin and the American First people there um, when they had the, uh, the Nazi, you know, the... Uh, the American Nazi Party? Yeah, well, not... It was in the... Originally, it was the American Nazi Party. They used George Washington as one of... It was the American Nazi Party. Oh, it was? Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Um, well... You you just wonder. Um, Henry Ford was part of that. Henry, Henry Rock, Ford, uh, not Rockefeller, well, not, uh, not not Charles Lindbergh. Uh, Lindbergh, he he had an affinity for he had an Nazism. Affinity, well, he had an affinity yes. for German militarism and stuff like that. No, he but but he, he I I he I'm not a fan of Lindbergh. But I, I really don't believe that Lindbergh... Our industry magnets certainly uh, did and and traded with the Nazis, some, yeah. even during the war. Yeah, I know. So, it, But the Nazi party was a, was a party, in, just like the Klan. These were political movements in the 30s, late 20s and 30s, mm-hmm. I guess. They were legitimate. Well, I, I still have, I still have a, 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 a strong held belief that... People are co-opted right now. The Republican Party is co-opted by the extreme right. The way they think that we're co-opted by the extreme left, which um, you you use like, yeah, there are people there that will vote Democratic that have extreme views. But unfortunately, they're... uh, I say numbers wise, they're much smaller. They're much smaller. So many extreme views on that, and and both parties will use them as shock troops. Right. But the reprehensible thing, yeah, it's crazy when someone says defund police or you know they should abolish private property. Right. Crazy, crazy stuff. But the private property defund the police thing is not part of the thing, and you don't it, it, you don't have people in parties right now saying yes. They, even yeah. AOC, they say no, we can't have, and they show African American com- communities besides being wanting the same level of policing they have in their neighborhood, they want more policing in their neighborhood consistently but, pulled throughout the but, United but States. But when happens on the 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 right is being pulled where. They're just giving a wink and a nod to the the anti-Semitic and racist elements, and it's funny how it's co-opted with the uh, they don't the pro-Israel movement doesn't really understand 
what they're trying to harness because they, they there's people on the right that would rather see them gone there's someone say we'll we'll use them they're using they think they're using us we're using them you mean israel yeah we yeah. they think they're using the, us and we're using them the, the christian rights whole support of israel is to facilitate the end of times the end of times which by right. definition means the destruction of Israel. of Israel, so that Christ comes and reestablishes his kingdom for a millennium. But and Israel must, don't come dis- Israel and, must and, and be Jews, destroyed. And Jews after the second coming, if they don't choose, they either stay through the tribulation Correct. or go to hell. Right. One, one of the things are there so, is your, your choices. So it, this is what people think. It's a death cult, period. I mean, it's just a death cult. But don't you think it's, it's interesting that... Um, I don't see it as, you know, one is as bad as the other. They're both concerning. Don't get me wrong. But on the right, when you're going to put kids in cages, when you're going to take away uh, food and mm-hmm. medical from the poor, when you're okay with giving a, a half-assed education in some areas, but, oh, no, a really good education in others, wink, wink, we all know what that means. When you have policies that are set out to destroy the civic mindedness uh, uh, of a generation to allow industry to basically write the rules of what you're going to be comfortable with and the conditions, the air, the water that you breathe and drink. As bad as all that gets, the converse is those who support socialism. Now, that's bad because we're not a socialist country. That's bad because, but well, I, but I, I think the framing of the question is kind of off on that. Socialism, uh, when, when they call it socialism, this is the argument that the Republicans. I know have. they're making this thing. They're talking about Sweden, Norway, Denmark. Oh no, no, they're not. They're talking about Venezuela. No, they're talking. The right's talking about Venezuela. Correct, but. The view on the, socialism from people is a democratic party, socialist. It's democratic government. socialist government where where you give um, it's the opposite of giving personhood to corporations. It's making corporations responsible on to, the right to, to the citizenry to the citizenry. Correct. So having uh, more controls over them, and it's funny because a lot of times they're trying to break up the tech giants, which is a socialist kind of. Correct thing to do. So, and the in, getting involved in states' rights with Texas following the thing is a socialist thing to do, where the, they're they're getting in, involved in. So, it, it's funny some of the some of the aspects of socialism are actually adopted, like uh, just like uh, Maduro in Venezuela. It's not the other guy; he's been dead. Right. Hugo Chavez has been dead for years, so when you accuse him of trying to fix an election, you might as well accuse uh, Napoleon Bonaparte Correct. of fixing the election. Or Adolf Hitler, because he's dead also. Uh, but you know what? We did get, oh my God, we, we skipped the f- comedy today. We skipped comedy, which is fine, which is fine we skipped comedy. Because it's Keith's bartender. It's supposed to be a comedy show. It's kind of funny that we have to talk about this now in 2020. 2020, we're supposed to be having fucking um, uh, uh, a 
electric hovering cars or the skateboards, the hovering skateboards That's and right. time machines and teleportation. And we're supposed to be on different planets. No, we're we're living uh, a comic uh, book uh, series right now. On a lighter right note, on a lighter note, yes, yes. the former head of the Israeli Space Agency has come up. You heard about it? No. Oh, it's in the news. I didn't know Israel had a space agency. Oh, they do. Well, they launch satellites and all that stuff, and they use American, uh, they use American sat, um, launch systems to do it. But they had it ahead of their space agent because they have satellites that. Is this a Mel Brooks story? No, it's a. Uh, we're, so could, we're not, we're not talking be. Jews in it space. It should be. It should be, <laughs> because they said there's a galactic. The, um, the Earth and the United States has been approached by a galactic federation. And I don't think we moved along, uh, far enough along to join. He says there's an underground training facility on Mars with uh, aliens and American astronauts, which it's funny that the head of the Israeli, he's, he's just saying, well, the Americans are the ones that are involved in it. And, I mean, if anything would put us further from joining a galactic federation. Trump has got us to go. People, if you were an alien looking down, you go, that's the fucking guy you're going to choose. After we tell you there's a galactic federation and some of you guys, you know, and like some of the guys from the Senate Intel Commission, you're not going to say anything. They're probably saying, I banned a, I banned someone from the bar. For three months, because they were a pain in the ass. They were a pain in my balls, and I banned them. And I told them until uh, November 6th. And uh, they, they actually they haven't been in while I was there, and it's already four months, which is great. But um, And if they come in and start to shit again, I'll just make it six months in. I just multiply them, <laughs> double them. Um, I banned him for being a pain in the balls. And he really was. It wasn't a pain in the balls like, get me this, get me this, get me this, get me. No, he was he was doing some other shit. Okay. And he just wouldn't shut up. And uh, so I can imagine if we got a ban, it could be like for like, well, we'll you know what? We'll be back in 100 years. Let's see if you get your shit together. Why don't you clean up? Your, why don't you clean up? Like they show up at a house like one of those fucking, uh, the, the, the earth is like one of those hoarding uh people and he show up and go what the fuck happened here well we can't get rid of that oh we're going to be drilling over there you mean in that pristine arctic refuge yeah we're going to start drilling over there for oil but you 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 just developed solar power and um i think the chinese just started up a reactor that was a mini sun so you're gonna you're pretty much off that stuff right no, no, no. We're thinking about doing clean coal. And they go, okay, we'll be back in 100 years. Clean this place yeah. up. Work your, work your work issues your ba- out. Do your best. Yeah. And they'll come back, and they'll come back, and there'll be a bigger shithole, and they're going, well, if they keep on doing it, we're not going to get anything out of this yeah. place. The other countries can join that federation. Yeah, no, other countries. The Earth has to join as one. The planets, you don't get countries. Oh, okay. The only planet can join. We'll hold the whole planet They back. go like this. It'd be like, um, it's like getting a family plan. But, you know, the earth is a family plan. So, you know, I want um, the father 
and the youngest daughter are going to be on the family plan, but we want everyone else included, but they don't want to be on the family plan. Well, they got to be on the fucking family plan. That's the only way the family plan works. Oh, no, no, just the father and the youngest daughter. And they're just going, oh, no, we'll be back. You'll we'll offer the family plan again, but you're not going to get the family plan. Again. And that's what happened to the Galactic Federation. But read about it. Read about the, the – I, I believe he's a crackpot. No, you think? I believe he's a total crackpot. That or, he, and that they're reporting that or he's and got the, a really good sense new, of humor. The, uh, nah. Oh, nah, that. he's probably got a great sense of humor. No, no, he's crazy, crazy. Or he's just crazy. playing to our crazy. Don't you think he just could be playing to our crazy? The Americans at this point will believe any moron. You know what? If they, it sounds like a if Jewish they were sense benevolent, of humor. if they're they're jerk offs, I'm saying they're jerk offs too. These oh, they got lots these of aliens. Them. No, these aliens are jerk offs. Oh, the alien jerk offs. Just come down. Pretend you're going to attack us, right? Tell us, threaten us, and get rid of this guy, or do something, embarrass him, show some. You know, they they probably tried to get him when he was walking down that ramp and he was having a problem. <laughs> probably getting, and then we got toilet paper. We put toilet paper on his shoe. We showed you his hair, blew over his head, and everyone goes, ah, that's fake. You know, that's what happened. Well, thank you for listening. It's almost an hour. And we, and we How got, about that? Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. If you uh, like the show, please uh, share with your friends. Um, follow us on Facebook, Keys Bartender. Uh, also, Twitter. And uh, I guess I should do more stuff on Twitter. And email us at jimandkeysbartender.com if you have any questions. Thank you, Papa Joe. Hey, man, come back and join us anytime you, you want to listen to us talk shit. Yep, I'm going to play the music. I'm going to do the music. Hit that music. Time. Let's see. Boom, I think I'm a little accordion. No, 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 no accordion. Oh, you're, you're tapping into your roots. You're tapping into your roots with that.